Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders bans use of the term Latinx in state documents. This is what we're talking about today. Now, uh, those of you familiar with Sarah Huckabee Sanders um, know that this is definitely something that is in her her wheelhouse. Uh, These sort of divisive things, these non-inclusive things and so forth. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of people that feel the way that she feels. And she is the one who has enough power to make a, a decision like this. And this just kind of lets me know that we need to have these conversations because, oh, how soon we forget. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of reading uh, from CNN Politics, uh, CNN.com, if you want to check it out. But uh, what I have says, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed an executive order this week barring the term Latinx in an official state document saying the government should use ethnically appropriate language. Um, she goes on to say the government has a responsibility to respect sorry, its citizens and use ethnically appropriate language, particularly when referring to ethnic minorities, the executive order read. The term Latinx emerged as a gender-neutral signifier among Hispanic or Latino people in recent years, but it has become a divisive issue among many. Latinx was originally intended to be an alternative to Latino or Latina for people who don't identify as male or female or 
who don't want to be identified by their gender. Numerous activists, academics, politicians, and corporations have adopted the term Latinx to be more inclusive. All right. Um, you know, I was uh, watching a documentary, uh, or really a, a long interview with a gentleman who wrote a book on doublespeak. Uh, this was recent, and I, I sent this uh, link to my older brother who uh, is, a, is an MC. He's in a group called Dilated Peoples. His name is Raka. If you want to look up Dilated Peoples, that's my big brother. And he and I, we send stuff back and forth all the time. Um, but he's written plenty of songs talking about exactly how people are easily convinced that things are not what they are, right? Um, I, I remember a story um, where the gentleman who wrote this book said that, uh, you know, there was a, a court case, basically, to people arguing, two companies arguing rather, um, about whether or not they could sell chickens as fresh chickens, you know, to consumers. Um, meaning uh, sometimes a, a chicken is butchered and packaged and chilled and you can pick it up in a package at the store and sometimes the chickens are frozen. Um, and because of corporate doublespeak and government doublespeak, this you hear a lot with you know, police and all that sort of stuff, how they use vague language or tricky language to kind of tell a story. Um, this court case ended up finding that despite the company storing the chickens at below freezing temperatures and shipping them, uh, that if the company uh, called them uh, deep chilled chickens, I believe that was a deep chilled or deep cooled chickens or something like that, um, that they could get away with selling what is effectively frozen chickens, not effectively exactly frozen chickens. The chickens were frozen. Um, but by changing the wording a bit, um, you could still sell them as fresh chickens and not frozen. So uh, the reason that's important is because we're going to look at this sort of double speak here this language that's intended to um, confuse us readers. Uh, I want to focus in particular on this quote where she says, the government has a responsibility to respect its citizens and use ethnically appropriate language. Ethnically appropriate language. Uh, particularly when referring to ethnic minorities. So she wants to ban the use of the term Latinx to respect ethnically appropriate language. So the Latin part is still there. Uh, Latinx, you know, for those that understand anything about Latin-based languages, when the word ends in O, it's masculine. When it, when it ends in A, it's feminine. And so this makes sense. This has nothing to do with the ethnicity at all. Um, but to a casual reader, you know, that might seem reasonable, you know, that double speak, it's, it's very tricky. But the fact is, is that she does not want to see a progressive country, certainly doesn't want to see a progressive Arkansas, no surprise there. Uh, and I can say that I've been to Arkansas. <laughs> um, but 
this statement entirely in its entirety ignores uh while it's intended it fails miserably to those of us educated and can read through these this these lines um it completely fails to uh respect um non-gender conforming citizens non-binary citizens um and citizens who you know don't want to be identified by their sexuality, sexual preference is basically a nod to the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, now you may be listening and think to yourself, well, whatever, I, you know, I got my own problems. I'm not worried about those people's problems. Or maybe you stand in opposition to that entire community because of your upbringing, religious beliefs, whatever that is, you know, whatever the case is, right? And this is what I, I brush up against a lot. A lot of times it's Christian people. I was raised Christian. You can't get more Christian than how I was raised. <laughs> I was raised literally in the church because Greater Grace Memorial Church of God in Christ in Compton, California had living quarters. My father was the minister at that church and my grandfather. There's churches where I live now with my grandfather's name etched into the buildings. And I carry that man's name, and so do my sons. So I come from a faith-based tradition. So I get it. But I also recognize that uh, it's not my place to judge anyone. It's one of the first things I learned, you know, in my faith-based tradition. Uh, but something that's a little bit more significant, a little bit more important, and indeed impactful, is that I recognize the plight that black people went through. Oh, how soon we forget. When it came to language, which is what we're talking about today, Latinx, it's fine. Doesn't hurt anybody. It's inclusive. This community wants to be progressive. It, it, they're not saying take away Latino, take away Latina. They're just adding another word. We went through rather more than that. When was the last time somebody called you a Negro? When was the last time somebody called you a Negress? Oh, wait. You recognize that we had to live through a changing world in order to get to where we are now, to be respected on our terms, to live in a society that's a little bit more fair than it was 50 years ago. Probably more than that, 60, 70 years ago. And I feel like this breakdown is problematic. This is part of the reason why I do my best personally, and I take my sons to stand in solidarity with communities that are fighting for these little simple things. Our native brothers and sisters for many years did not want to be represented as team mascots, redskins. That was a long fight for them to get the respect that they decided was appropriate for their community. And everybody was surprisingly okay with it for a long time. 
And while I'm here, I do want to mention that right now I'm recording this on unceded ancestral lands of the Akima and O'odam peoples and what you know of as Phoenix, Arizona. Why not stand in solidarity? I learned from Fred Hampton, the Rainbow Coalition is a lot more in common than what makes us different. If you support me, and I'll support you. And if I support you, make sure you come and support me. That's fair. That's what everyone's afraid of. That's what got Hampton shot in Chicago. Latinx. So talk to me. What do you think? Maybe I'm wrong. Highly doubt it. But I'm always willing to listen. Go ahead and hit me up on social media. I'm at Ramses Jock. And as always, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. I'd love to hear from you. And until I do, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.